Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Gambling, and I, I'm going to focus on the newspapers today, the, the Star, the Mirror, and a few of them are offering a five euro bet free with Paddy Powers. And a lot of people, okay, think this is a good thing, you know, but others will say it's encouraging a bad thing, which is betting. Because is betting really a good thing, considering gambling is an addiction and a huge societal problem for many people? Maybe it's not such a good free offer, is it really? I mean, you wouldn't offer a free bottle of whiskey or a free score of drugs from the local drug dealer, although illegal or free prescription drugs on the front of a newspaper, or other things that we consider to be addictive, free pack of cigarettes. You wouldn't offer those on the front of a newspaper. But the point I'm making is that gambling is not, you know, a positive thing for most people, as most people will lose their money. And we have discussed the idea of banning online gambling in the past, and the argument always comes back to, sure, Niall, there are responsible gamblers out there, but is there really such thing as a responsible gambler? Because a new report from the Health Research Board, the HRB, looks at gambling trends among people between the age or over the age of 15 in Ireland. And the findings are based on a survey of 5,762 people that show while fewer people are gambling in 2014, problem gambling remains higher in deprived communities and amongst those with substance disorders and use. In other words, people who live in lower class, I suppose, surroundings. And 135,000 people in Ireland are affected by a gambling problem. Almost half, 49% of people aged 15 plus, said they gambled in the last 12 months prior to the survey. Most common type of gambling, by the way, sees 4 in 10 people buying a lottery ticket or scratch card in person. With 1 in 10 gambling in a bookmaker shop, only 1 in 10 in a bookmaker shop, and just 1 in 10 placing a bet on a horse or a dog racing. The rest is all online, football, etc, etc. Uh, while worldwide, worldwide gambling is worth 711 billion in 2020, they're the most recent figures. They reckon it'll hit 876 billion in 2026. In Europe, 98 billion is spent on gambling, and out of that, Ireland spends 8 billion a year on gambling, including, by the way, the national lottery and casinos, etc., etc. So, it's a big problem in society—a huge billion-dollar industry. And you are the loser. Most of these companies make massive, massive profits, particularly those ones with the fancy ads on television, you see, and they're introducing young people to it constantly. So online gambling is a problem. There's always been gambling with people, shady people going into bookmakers, not all shady, by the way, but people going into bookmakers on a daily basis, straight out of the pub into the bookmakers. There's always been a problem with gambling. Um, It's been there. They choose to walk in and put a bet on a horse or whatever it is, let them ask us. But online gambling is seen as more glamorous, more entertaining, more exciting, isn't it? Because of the ads on the TV and this idea that you're going to be a winner and you're going to win the dream. I suppose that comes to the lottery too. And I want to ask you, do you believe that online gambling, when we see that the problems that gambling causes, like drugs, like alcohol, like everything else in society, people lose their homes literally over it, do you believe it should be banned? I want to know your experiences with gambling and I want maybe people to come on the air and be honest about how much money they've lost or how much money they've won, if indeed you've won. And what advice would you give to young people now who are taking up gambling because it's so attractive with their mobile phones? What advice would you give them? And is it time that we banned online gambling? Would you agree with that? Would you agree with a ban on online gambling? 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. 
Should we ban online gambling? Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087 A lot of people are blown away, by the way, by the figures I gave. And some people actually, somebody texted and says, no, nah, those figures are incorrect. They're not incorrect. These figures were released by the state and by the CSO in relation to much money. In total, the total legal gambling revenues in Ireland hovered at around $4.7 billion in 2019. But of revenues from slot machines, private member casino clubs, and the National Lottery and other betting operations are added to the figure. <clears throat> pardon me, it swells to a potential 8 billion euro. In relation to the figures worldwide, I can only go by those figures that are given out by statistics worldwide. And according to those statistics, it's 711 billion. If you're defending those figures, obviously I believe you might have a problem um, because you think that it's not a big deal. I think it's a huge deal that we spend 8 billion euro in this country gambling in some form. 8 billion that's half of what we spend on healthcare. Eight billion. D- divide that by the population of the country. Imagine how much money. Now, some people are spending an extortionate amount and some people are spending nothing at all. But imagine per person how much that is. Let me go to Podrick. Podrick, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Podrick? Oh, Podrick, greetings. It's been quite some time since I've heard your dulcet tones. Greetings uh, <laughs> to all my right-wing patriots. <laughs> Stop, Patrick. So, Patrick, in relation to gambling, are you? Do you gamble a bit yourself? Would you have a flutter? Have a flutter, uh, but just uh, as you alluded to, uh, Niall, everybody, everybody wants to dream. They're probably their mansion in uh, Tenerife with palm trees swaying and uh, no financial problems and sitting there drinking tequila and talking bullshit. But, I mean, realistically, as you said, um, it ain't going to happen. Well, it ain't. It's not going to happen for 99.9999% of us. Exactly. Unfortunately. Unless, I mean, by the way, more people are millionaires because they're self-made millionaires rather than, you know, winning it on them. You know, gambling. Well, put it this way. um, As regards, just take the Irish lottery. Uh, the chances of winning that are one, uh, 11 million to one. Well, I, I don't know the Irish lottery statistics, but I can tell you the European lottery is one in 35 million. So to give yeah, you an well, example, I'm, in relation to the European lottery, yeah. statistically, yeah. you have you more chance yeah. of becoming a millionaire working than you right. have of actually winning it in the lottery. L- and, no, by the way, I'm not, I don't yeah. want to take that dream away from people, and I'm certainly yeah. not condemning because I know a lot of the well, funds in the National Lottery go to good causes, but, yeah. I, but it is gambling. Well, let's cut to the chase You've got more chance of being hit, hit, hit by a meteorite than winning the Euro, Euro Millions or the Irish Lottery. That's well, I don't, I don't know that. I don't know how many people are hit by meteorites every year. But, 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 but Patrick, and focusing not just on the, on, on the Euro Millions or on, on the lottery, I mean, people go in and put bets on horses. There's but, online gambling now on football. is yeah. is out of control. Those fancy yeah, ads you yeah. see with foxes and all sorts of things. Yeah. Ant and Deck even telling you to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, obviously... Uh, these guys are already, you see, a lot of these celebs, they're getting uh, Paddy Power, uh, Ladbrokes, wherever the case may be, all the big boys, they're all paying these celebs uh, to advertise their wares. And obviously the celebs already, m- multi-millionaires, are quite happy to take a slice of the action. But uh, the, the other side of the, this equation, I, 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 I gamble about 100 quid a week, but I have my own business, I'm making a good few quid. Uh, I look after the, the, the bills, and then this is just spare money I have. And at the end of the day... I'm glad you have a hundred quid spare that you can just throw away with the, with the well, chance of winning. Well, I do I do win a few quid now and again. I, but um, I, I had a good win in January, which actually at the moment I'm just playing... I'm still playing with Paddy Powers, uh, Paddy Powers and Money at the moment, 
which he can't say that every day. There's been some yeah, years. Yeah, but, but, but if you, yeah, if you calculated, sorry to, yeah. to interject, and I'm glad yeah. you had a bit of a win there, right, in January, but if you calculated yeah. the, the money that you've spent versus yeah. the money you've won, you haven't won, have you? No, well, actually, back in horses, uh, I'm old school. I don't believe in, in having an accounts because they're a red flag if you ever want to get loans. Be it credit union, if you're younger, getting a mortgage loan. Obviously, they, they see straight away you, you have an account with a, with a certain uh, bookmaker. That's a red flag straight away. You, they, so you they, just they, go in with cash to the bookmaker? Just go, in, just go in with the old school bangers and mash. Yeah. And, um, yeah, well, I'll I, I, I give you a little story now. About seven years ago, I was doing a job in, in Leeson Street, right? Good long story short, there was this couple from the UK. Uh, the, the husband was headhunted by Paddy Power to, co- to come over to uh, the Republic of Ireland to look to be the head of the online, uh, the online gambling. So basically, uh, we were sprucing up the house. And I was wondering why they were bothering because they were just renting this house. Uh, but the, his wife told me, she said, uh, they'd already been on a, about um, two high-end holidays. Like I'm talking high, Hawaii here in Barbados. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, she said, because the bonuses he gets, my husband gets, are astronomical. Now, the, the other well, side... Well, I mean, fair, but I, I mean, let's not begrudge people who have good jobs no, no, and, and earn good money for what they do. She, she, she then went on to... Te- and they're gambling the mortgage money, the rent money. Uh, the girlfriends or wives are ringing up every day. She told me this. And they're ringing up saying, please, will you not take that... Uh, well, I know, well, I, I, know, I know people do that and husbands and wives ring up bookmakers on a regular basis and say, please don't let him bet, please don't let him bet. But, but hang on, yes. it's, it's not up... See, I, I do battle with this sometimes. When we talk yes. about Boyle Sports or Paddy Powers or whoever it happens to be, you know, they're not the moral guardians of society. So when, when you walk in the door, Patrick, and you want to spend your 100 quid, it's not up to them. They, they do have some uh, obligations, moral obligations, to make sure that, you, you, you know, you don't overdo it. No, they have, but, no, they have no moral. Well, well no, I mean, I, but, you know, I know some of them are quite ethical in the way they do it. Well, they try to be anyway. They pretend to be anyway. But, but, but in saying that, but they, but they don't, they're not your moral guardian. No, no more than the pub is when you're drinking too much. Look, the reality is 18 or an adult... And it doesn't matter who, who's ringing up about who. These women are ringing up in desperation. You have to look at the equation in, in their situation, that their husbands or boyfriends are gambling, uh, all the proceeds. I can understand why they're doing it. But the answer they get from the, from the betting company is quite simply, uh, this guy's over 18. End of story. Yeah, they're an adult, yeah. Uh, correct. So end, end of story, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking here. So somebody says, hi, Niall. My partner always had a problem with gambling, but took to online gambling during COVID. He has literally spent everything we have constantly trying to win back what he lost. He has a very good job. So no problem with him, uh, to him to bet two or three thousand a week. This yeah. has literally torn our relationship apart. I would love nothing more than to see the, a ban on gambling and bookies close sure. unless you have been directly affected by it. You wouldn't understand how bad it actually is can't come on the air, obviously. The person, yeah. So, I mean, well, no, imagine that he's look, spending their savings, he's spending their mortgage, exactly. probably, but he's spending see, everything. Yeah, the trouble with the internet, Nile, is it like I said, in a previous uh, juncture, it's the biggest disaster, uh, the worst invention ever from mankind. But getting back to the, what we're talking about here, gam- online gambling, you can sit with your smartphone or your, your laptop in your bedroom and you can gamble the your, your whole life savings away in, in, in about 10 minutes. So, whereas the old school stuff, you, you've got to go you down You can see what you're handing over, yeah. See, yeah, you can go down to the bookies old school and put whatever you're putting on it. Now, I knew a guy that, 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 that won about three or four grand, uh, plumber actually, a few years ago, and he stayed in the bookies and he lost the whole, he won four grand, but he, he gave it all back to them one day. That's madness lunacy. 
but the, he, this guy has an addiction. Now, the way I'm not, I'm Mother Teresa here now, but I, I can. But do you, but do you have an addiction? You're spending a hundred quid a week. Do you have an no, addiction? No, that's, that's not an addiction. I, I'm, I'm disciplined. What, I, what I gamble, and back in the crash when I nearly lost my business, I, I was down to about two, when I gambled back to about twenty quid a week. So I cut my cut to my measure. Honda quid a minute. I'm not yeah, but, but, but they, 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 this line, just very quick, because it's going to work, that, you know, okay, most gamblers are responsible, right? And there's a whole yeah. thing about, you know, this campaign of responsible gambling, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Do you think there is such thing as responsible gambling? Surely all gambling is irresponsible. Well, it's, it's like you said earlier, night, that people want to dream. Realistically, it's not going to happen. But people, they say, look, somebody wins it. Like one, like I said, the Irish had one in 11 million yeah. chance. People think it's going to be them, and they, be honest with you, Niall, it's usually the poor working class people that, that lose. That, that absolutely, they lose the most. And according to the research, that's exactly what they say. It is those from deprived areas. Uh, the number is oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. Thanks for that, Patrick. Oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. Have you had a gambling problem? What advice would you give to people? Vinny, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Vinny? Good afternoon. Uh, how are how are you? I haven't spoken to you for a long time. How are you keeping now? I'm I'm grand, Vinny. It's lovely to talk to you as well, by yes, the way. Yes, yes, same applies. Yeah. Well, look, what my input is, um, basically, there are people who gamble and they're in they're controlled gambling. I mean, I like a little flutter, and I'm in control. Like I wouldn't stand in the bookies all day, just keep shoveling in money. But on the same principle, there, the other side of the coin, people who smoke cigarettes. They create billions of these cigarette companies. And people who drink, it's the same thing, really. They're creating billions. So which is the worst of the three? Well, I'd say people who gamble, um, you know, persistent gamblers, I'd say have the worst problem. Because you can give an alcoholic anti-bills tablets and he'll vomit if he drinks. You can give a drug addict um, medication to help them come up, but you cannot give a gambler. You physically cannot give them anything. But, but the only thing you can do is restrict how much they can spend or how much they gamble. I mean, we have seen an explosion in gambling since yeah. online gambling has come along because yeah. it's attractive to younger people. I mean, so much so by the way that, you know, like I'm talking about 12 and 13 year olds gambling on PlayStations for games. Yes. Just, and it's a simple form of gambling, but it's still, still gambling nonetheless. And then well, you, have, you could never restrict it, Noel. Should have you restricted But you could. Well, let's say people, a person is gambling online and you're restricting the amount that they can put, put the place on a bet. So then they can get up off the chair and walk into a bookie if they want to Okay, add and, and by the way, look, we've always had bookies. But with a bookies, as, as Podrick rightly said, you have to physically go in. You le- watch the money leaving your yeah. hand. It's not quite the same. When you're sitting at home with your tablet or your phone, you're spending money you don't really realise you're spending because you don't have it. Sometimes on a credit card, well, they don't allow it on credit cards so much nowadays, but on debit cards, you, you can just watch the money leaving your bank account and it's, it's much easier to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do indeed. However, however, I mean, um, you can get an adrenaline rush from gambling. Well, I'm, sure you do. I'm sure you do. Yeah, and you'll never get an adrenaline rush from it. people who are addicted to smoking and and uh, drinking. You don't get an adrenaline rush. But if you hit a jackpot or a good win, you can get an adrenaline rush. But, but let, let me give it... No, no, what I'm, the reason I mentioned this, Vinny, was on the papers today, the star in the mirror, right, there's a free bet, right? Five quid, right? And I'm that's assuming right. it's because the Galway race is coming up this week, so I'm assuming that's what it's all about, right? Trying to get yeah. you to spend yeah. a few quid. And the marketing plan behind that is you get the five euro bet, but you're not going to spend five. You might go into the bookies and you might spend ten while you're there, right? 
Okay, but the thing is, if I put an advertisement on the front of the star today, free packet of Marlborough today, or a free bottle of whiskey, both should well, cause, or both are addictions, both cause societal problems, yeah. I wouldn't be allowed to do it. No, but you could go into a pub and they might give you two drinks or three drinks for the price. Not, no, they can't. They're not allowed to do that. That's illegal for the last six or seven years. Well, that's... Happy hours. That. Yeah, happy hours are gone. You're not allowed to do well, that. Well, not only... Well, I've, I've gone into <laughs> you do pubs it on holidays, I've yeah. Spe- I've seen special offers on cocktails, you know. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. But, that, but that's fine. You're in the pub. I don't mind people betting in the bookies, right? What I'm saying is you can't advertise promotions around alcohol or cigarettes or other vices that are considered to be addictive in a newspaper, but you can when it comes to gambling, which equally causes as many societal problems as, as those other yeah. vices that we're talking about. But you see, you have the choice to take that free bet or just walk away from it. It's all about choices. No, choice I, no, I get you. I do. No, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not so much focusing on the free That was the reason I wanted to talk about it today. But... It, that the idea of this online gambling, when you're watching telly at night, Vinny, and these the fox comes on and he's all, you know, dancing around and here's Madrini you can win and here's a free bet for a tenner and Anton Deck come on for some other ad for a gambling as well. That All these celebrities advertising these online gambling companies which are making billions every year. Off and the, the off, same applies to cigarettes. Off and the alcohol. misery of other people. And, but Which yes, is, but with cigarettes yes. you can't advertise them. You can't... I got, know that. Yeah. I know that, but they still create billions to the drug barons who run these cigarettes. Yeah, but we make it they difficult for it. people to do these things because we are not allowed to advertise it. What I'm saying is, do you believe that online ga- gambling advertisements should be banned? No, I don't, because there are, as I say, there are people. I know a lot of people who gamble, and they're controlled gamblers. I'm a gambler. I like to have a flutter. How much would I you spend? How much would you spend? I'd spend about sixty to eighty euro a week. It's a lot of money if you don't have it. Well, if I get a hit. It, it, it comes back. Now, you might think, actually, they all say that. I don't back horses, dogs, uh, those virtual rates, none of that. I do a few numbers. I'm, a, I'm lottery numbers. There's all kinds of draws in the daytime, 49s. There's draw. You could bet back numbers all day long. Yeah. I suppose it's all relative. It's still a form of gambling. But I'll put numbers on, Niall, and I'll walk out that door and look at those results the next day. Whereas the compulsive gambler, he'll stand in the bookie shop day and night and just fritter away his, his, his money. But I, w- I won't do that. I'm in control. I might lose 61 week. I might pick up 1,600 the following week, and so on and so forth. But however, I'm in control. They'll never get more than that from me. Never, ever. So Okay, well, okay. Well, that's one way of looking at it. Vinny, I'm running short of time. I have to go to the news. But thank you, Vinny, and it's lovely to hear from you again. Uh, Vinny says he's in control, so he believes there is responsible gambling. But what do you think? The number's 87 I'll take a few more after break as well. Uh, let me go to Paddy, if I can. Paddy, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Paddy? How are you doing, Noel? Are you? Okay, getting back to gambling and what I was talking about earlier on, and there was two questions I kind of threw out. Should we ban online gambling? And, you know, is it a good thing that we're giving away free gambling bets in newspapers? Uh, I don't know whether it is or not, because I think we're encouraging a, pre- a big societal problem. Yeah, we are encouraging it. Uh, but would I go to the length of actually banning gambling completely? Well, like, online gambling, online gambling. I'm yeah, sorry. look, uh, me personally, Noel, from my experience, uh, I'd love to see all gambling banned online and the the bookies closed down. But, you know, there is people out there that they don't have a problem with, with gambling to such. Mm. You know, there's people out there that enjoy having a few bets now and again. And, and, they, know, can, and they can control it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there is people out there that control it. But for yeah. me personally, I, okay, I can't, yes. you know. So what 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 was your story or what happened to you? Yeah, well, I I was telling Ashlyn there. I uh, I started a late gambler. You know, started there was a bit of 
a bit of crack, a bit of fun with the lads, you know. I think I was yeah. about 24, 25, and I placed my first bet. And, okay. uh, you know, it was once a week. And what, what was that bet on? What was it? Football? Football, yeah. 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 Uh, just just an accumulator. And, you know, I'm a good person, Noel. You know, I was a family man back then. And mm-hmm. very, very quickly, it, it progressed in me uh, to the point of desperation, you know. Uh, what, so it got to get out of control? Completely out of control, yeah. Yeah. And and can I can I ask because I'm not a gam well I suppose I've done the lottery every now and again I suppose there is that excitement that it could be you, but when you were gambling on the 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 football or the accumulators, what were you getting out of was it kind of the kind of rush the 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 kind of the serotonin rush that they talk about or this kind of euphoric feeling that you might be the winner every time? Yeah, well at the start, Noel, it was like that, you know. Yeah. As I said, it was that rush, it was that buzz, you know. You're in, you're in, the, you're in the bookies. Uh, a small, a small amount of money could could get you a big amount of money. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. And that was like that at the start, you know. Uh, but as I said, it set something off in my in my brain that I just couldn't control. Uh, in a short period of time, I'd lost all my savings. You know, uh, it went from being in the bookies once a week to, you know, eventually the end of it was seven days a week for eight eight nine hours of a day. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, you know. Seven days like a week, you'd spend your day in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how how were you work? Sorry, Paddy, but how were you working to get money then to spend that time in there? Yeah, you see, this is the thing. Now, I was driving off work. I was taking longer lunch breaks. Uh, it just my whole life came unmanageable, you know, and I was completely powerless over over what gambling was doing to me. And you how much how much were you spending a day? Like, easy, see, this is the thing, though, I was just about to get to that. You know, I've heard people ask me, people have asked me, like, uh, you know, how much money have you spent on gambling? You know, I can't I can't put a price on it because it's not, like, it's not about the exact money. You know, I, I know members now, I'm heavily involved in, in Gamblers Anonymous, you know, I know members who have lost mortgages, marriages, wives, lost their peers, big, big jobs, you know. Uh, I didn't have mortgages, you know, I didn't lose property. But what I did lose was, you know, I lost my mind to gambling. Uh, <clears throat> and also, like, if you ever went to my press on a Saturday morning, you know, there'd be no bread, there wouldn't even be a pot of noodle, there would be no milk in the fridge. And I had a partner upstairs and a son upstairs who, you know, had to come down to that, you know, when I was gambling. Because you had, spent all the, you had spent all the money. All the wages was gone. Yeah, completely gone, you know. And I, before I entered the, into the, the world of gambling, before gambling took over my life, I was a good person. I was hard working. You well, know, that, that, by, by the way, Paddy, it doesn't mean you're not. You weren't still a good person. Unfortunately, you'd got into an addiction. That yeah, doesn't make you is. a bad person. Yeah, I understand that. No, yeah. I've done bad things. You know, because oh yeah, you've done bad things. You know, yeah. and this is the reason. You know, I still have my partner today. You know, she stuck around. She stood me by you. She knew there was a good person there. You know, uh, see. Does it does it hurt you when you think back to as you mentioned oh, a few minutes ago? They were upstairs yeah. and they were coming down to no food in the presses. Does that hurt yeah. you now, thinking back? Absolutely. How absolutely. that affects them? Yeah, absolutely, Noel. And there's a reason to it, you know. I'm working mm. on accepting me past for what it is. You know, I'm, I'm over two and a half years free of a bet. Good uh, man, good man. Yeah, you know, and it's been a long, long, hard journey, you know, and I have to put an awful lot of work into the programme I'm doing to stay away from gambling, you know. What was what, what was the t- two and a half years ago? What was the, that turning point then? And what was that point where you said, enough is enough, I can't keep doing this to other people as well as myself? It was a suicide attempt, Noel. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. To yeah, hear that. yeah. It was a suicide attempt I had in February 2020, and uh, I ended up in a, in a in a treatment center. You know, thank God for treatment centers because it really saved my life. Uh, not long after, you know. So, mm. that's, and what you just wrong. you had just got to a point where you felt 
there was no other way out for you at that moment in time. And that was just the way you felt. That's exactly how it felt, Noel, you know, and people never understand unless they actually go through it themselves, you know. Well, I'm sorry I'm sorry to hear that you got to that point. That's disastrous that you got to that point, and I yeah, hope other a, people would reach out for help too if they got to that point. This is the reason, Noel, you know, I'm like an open book today, you know, because I know my story's going to, and it has, you know, my story is out there. As I mm. said, I'm involved in GA, and uh, I share my story a lot. I help other young young gamblers coming through, you know, and yeah. uh, I try to put them on the, on the right road, and there is a better life, you know. Uh, mm. The best thing I ever done was just ask for help after a suicide attempt. Yeah. Uh, and and like literally, I was on my knees, you know. I was in the gutter. I couldn't see a way out. Was it uh, was it causing in your relationship? I'm assuming, even though she stood by you, and well done, fair play to her for standing by yeah. you. By the way, some people won't. They'll they'll walk yeah. away. But I, I'm assuming it caused tension and friction within the relationship Absolutely. and arguments yeah. constantly all the time over because you're spending the housekeeping, you're spending the, the money. You know what I mean? Well, let me explain it there, Noel, real quick, you know. I went through my family like a tornado. I ripped through them. It wasn't just my partner, it was my mother, my father, and my sister, and, and uh, other family members. I ripped through them like a tornado because I just had no control over what I was doing. Were you and in denial? I, Were you in denial that you had a problem? I, I was, up until up until uh, a good bit into it, you know. Uh, mm. I, I honestly thought, Noel, that I could control this and come out of it myself, you know. Uh, like, I think one of your last callers was saying, you know, it was always chasing what I lost, always chasing what I lost, you know. Because you think and, at some point you're going to prove everybody wrong and get that yeah, big win. Yeah, and another thing as well, Noel, you know, it, it's not about the money, you know. Like, I, as I said, say if I, if I got €550 Euro in a wage at, the, at the, the end of the week, I could go in and lose that in an hour, you know. I might go in the next day with €2 Euro and be up 600 quid within an hour. But that's, you'd, but you'd spend that 600 euro back the next day. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I, ne- I was never happy until it was all gone, you know. And that's why I spent so much time in the bookies. Uh, you know, but I've done so what, can, can I ask? Can I ask, sorry for interrupting you again, but yeah. so what would you do when you'd spent your 550 quid, your, your wages, right, and that was gone and you were skint the next day. Yeah. Uh, so what would you do the next day to survive? How would you afford to put petrol in the car? How would you afford, you know, food? And How did you do that? If you if you didn't get that two euro win that you talked about or the 600 euro win, what would you do for money? I didn't eat oil. You know, I worked on a building site and I was going to the building site at six o'clock in the morning with no food. You, you talked about the petrol. And I'll share this little small story, you know, I won't go into a big, but I remember driving along the Stalargum Road one, one morning and I was at the gambling on my way just the day before. And I knew I had no petrol to make it into work. Uh, and I'm going to be honest, I was driving my car with no tax, you know, no mm. NCT. Yeah. That was to get me into work. And I pulled into the garage and I knew I had no money. And I, and I, I put 20 euro or something in it and I left your mommy driving license. And no, I listened to God on this through. Two years later, I paid for that and I got my driving license back because I ended up in treatment not, not long after that. Mm. You know, this is, this, is, this is the desperation that people don't see, you know. And when, when you I, were I in those... I my addiction pretty well, yeah. you know. I hid, I hid my gambling addiction very well because I still managed to put a smile on, even though it was breaking me inside. That seems it seems like it was really hard to live life it's like that. Life. And when when you were in when you were in those the betting shops, you know, seven days a week you mentioned there, sometimes eight or nine hours a day. I'm assuming that would have been eight or nine hours every day, but mm. maybe maybe to the point where it would have been to some degree. Yeah. Did yeah. the staff ever say anything to you? Did, the, 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 because surely, you know, these betting shops, and I don't want to know which ones in particular it was, I'm sure they're all responsible to some degree, but do yeah. they not have a moral obligation to say, listen, you know, that's enough now. You, like, go on home now to your wife or go on home to your family. You, you've spent all your money. I mean, do they not say, Paddy, go on, get out, for God's sake? No, you would. See, this is the thing, though. See, I'd be known from going in and out of betting shops and I, I've, I've gambled all over 
all over Dublin, you know, all over Braver and from all over Wicklow. Uh, you get to know the the staff, you know. They'd, they'd say it in a joking way, have you not got a home to go to? But they'll never, like, they'd never refuse me from putting on a pitch, you know. Uh, I always had that smile on my face as if everything's okay, you know. But yeah. uh, they listen to me. But they must, have known ev- they must have known everything yeah. wasn't okay. Of course they don't know it, but, you know, uh, I don't think they're in a position to actually tell you, you know, that you, that you can't put on another bed. You know, and that, that's just... I but, don't blame the staff. No, but you know, there, is a, there is a code of conduct in relation to gambling and betting, and I know the betting offices have... I mean, and Paddy Powers and Boyle Sports and all the rest of There is a code there. They do have a moral duty to somebody, just like the, the bar owner has to stop serving the alcoholic sitting pissed out of his head at the bar. You know, even though he might seem happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, is a, there is an obligation for them to say, enough. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, they probably should be annoyed, but you have to realise that you know, compulsive gamblers, I'm only speaking from my experience, you know, it's it's a very hidden addiction, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you could be in a bookies, you could be laughing and joking with everybody else in there. But on the inside, you're breaking. You know that you're you're down to your last cent there and you have nothing to go home with. There's no food up there, like, you know, there's no, yeah. no bills going to be paid. You're keeping all this inside. You know, unless you're in a pub and you're, you're an alcoholic and you're falling around the place, it, you can see that. Or if you're on drugs, you can see that. Did you ever have like the electricity or the gas cut off or the... Absolutely. Yeah. Oh no, I had my partner go down to our down to our family to borrow twenty euro on a weekly basis, you know, to, to, to feed my son. You know? And and that's that's that the must, inspiration that, that, must, that must kill you to think back so, now because look, you're in the good place now, you're off for two and a half years. But it must looking back in hindsight, that must break your heart to think that is that was that really me who did that? Who who would would have allowed my own son or my partner to starve just so as I could stand in the bookies for two more hours? No, it it, it breaks me every day thinking about it, and that's why I keep pushing forward today and doing the right things. Mm. I never want that to happen again. That's why I'm motivated to keep pushing forward in life. You know, yeah. uh, I I witnessed this. See, like it's it's hard to explain. I'm a man, Noel, you know, and I ha- I have got an ego, you know, that I should be providing, I should be putting food on the table, which I was up until the gambling took control. Yeah. And and when that started happening, you know, and there was no field there, there was no, as you said, there was no heating in the winter. Uh, and she was borrowing, you know, from family members who, who were very good to me as well, you know. Uh, yeah. That broke me. And this was this was the whole the whole situation I was in. And that's what hurt me even more, you know, uh, was, was thinking back to those times that she had to deal with, you know. Uh, and I just could not stop. I knew she was doing it. You know, because how else was my son getting fed? I knew she was doing it. But, uh, what would you say to, to, a, to lads show. who are out there? And I'm going to say primarily men because it is a problem that yeah. primarily affects men. Now, there is women who are gambling as well, by the way. And a well, lot of it, by the way, yeah. is quite innocent stuff. You know, because we talk about, say, the National Lottery. We see those lovely colourful lads on the television where, you know, it might be you. And it, look, it might be you. The chances are it won't be you, but it might be you. Uh, but the thing about it is, you know, people gamble in many different ways. Casinos, slot machines. Mm. You know, I, I'm, I'm shocked that 8 billion, 8 billion yeah. euro per year in Ireland... I mean, think about it. Um, we've only got a population of 5 million people, for God's sake. Um, yeah. And to be honest with you, we only have a population, I think it's 3.4 adults. So the rest are all children. They're not doing it. So probably 3 or 4 billion or million people are spending 8 billion on gambling. Yeah. That's an incredible amount of money. I'm not surprised, man. Yeah, but so what would you say to people? There's lots more paddies out there. There's, yeah. They reckon there's 135,000 people in Ireland affected by gambling, right? 
So what would you say to those 135,000 people who don't think they have a problem? Many of them realise they have a problem, like you did at one point, but many don't think it's a problem. They think, oh, look, I'll get the win eventually and then I'll prove everybody wrong that I was right in the end. I'll win that lottery or I'll, or I'll win that race or that football match, that, you know, whatever it is, accumulator that wins me all that money. What would you say to those people? Like, I'd say it's, it's never, no matter how far down the road you've gone, with uh, with your gambling addiction, it's never too late to turn back. You know, uh, if if it is becoming a problem in the house, you know, with wives or partners or whatever it may be, there's never it's never too late to come back. You know, and always reach out for help. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the words for me to say I need help. Those three words, you know, saved my life, uh, yeah. and I'm forever grateful for my family sticking by me. You know, because as I said at the start, my I have, I have good friends of mine now who I know their stories and they've lost absolutely everything. You know, everything. Yeah. And uh, these are good people. You know, they're good people. Well, uh, I've heard stories of people losing their homes you yeah. know, because they didn't yeah. pay their mortgages or whatever because they were spending their mortgage. You know, losing their partners. And, and by the way, there's a direct correlation between gambling and alcohol yeah. um, as well. Alcohol use and people who I suppose are vulnerable in those situations. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I also think as well, Noel, if it wasn't for those stories that I heard, I probably wouldn't be in the position I am today, you know. Uh, I always thought I was alone. Nobody else gambled like me, you know, uh, until I till I really reached out for help and I started meeting other, other men and women, you know, who went through the same the same journey as me. And uh, and that's that's what it's like. It's like an evolving circle. We all help each other, yeah. you know, to stay to stay free of, free of gambling. Because it is a terrifying addiction. There's no doubt about it. Do you think the the role that we technology has played over the last certainly ten years with all these online gambling companies, which are making billions in profits every year, by yeah. the way, yeah. do do you think this is obviously, I suppose, compounded the problem now? And and do you think there is there any kind of just justification for turning around and saying should we ban online gambling? It's the the, the whole online uh, the way technology is ever taken off is ever driving gambling. Uh, right through the roof. Yeah, stratospheric. Absolutely. It's it's unbelievable. You know, you can sit in the sitting room with your with your other half and be gambling whatever you have in your in your uh, joint yeah. account or whatever. You know, and it, nobody knows. I mean, those figures I read earlier on are, are unbelievable. Like in twenty twenty, yeah. seven hundred and eleven billion worldwide was spent on gambling. They expect that figure to be eight hundred and seventy six by twenty twenty six. That's in the next four years. And, and Ireland, as I said, well, uh, 98 billion if that was in Europe and 8 billion it was in Ireland. And they expect those figures to increase. It's um, unbelievable, yeah. It's and unbelievable. There, are, there are people profiting from it, obviously, from other yeah, people's absolutely. misery. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be out there if there wasn't people. Oh, of course. Them, they're, making, they're making billions out of it, don't be fooled. Yeah. Okay, but listen, I, I appreciate your honesty, Paddy. Uh, you know, and it's not just a story. When I hear people saying, you know, I heard that chap's story, it's not just a story, that was your life. And, yeah. and and you know and it could have ended very badly thankfully it didn't yeah. and thankfully you're still with us and you're still chatting to us and thankfully you've overcome it and you're helping other people too so you're putting it to good use Yeah, which is good to hear Paddy listen thanks very much and I appreciate your honesty today alright thanks very much Mark. thanks, thanks there you go. Uh, Paddy um, who went down that rocky road by the way if you went down that rocky road and you're looking for help Paddy went to Gamblers Anonymous uh, 018721133 or you can call them on the mobile number by the way 0877485878 that's 5878 that's 0877485878 we'll take a few more calls after the break Shane you're in Ireland's Classic Kids how are you doing Shane? 
Hi, Niall. How are you? Now, you're a recovering uh, drug user. Uh, you used to use cocaine, but now you're training uh, to work with gambling addicts. Um, well, no. Well, I, I tell you now, Niall, I, I'm part of a programme called Smart Recovery. So I'm a trained Smart Recovery facilitator. Now, Smart stands for self-management and recovery training. It's an evidence in it's an evidence evidence informed science based recovery program, um, but we deal with everything. So, is we, it by the way? Is there a connection between you know people who are addicted to cocaine or addicted to alcohol or addicted to cigarette smoking or addicted to drugs or addicted to gambling? Are they all interconnected? In other words, you know, pe- um, are there certain people predisposed to getting addicted to things? Um. Possibly, I, I, I tell you, possibly, you look, you know, some people that will be polyaddicted. You know, some people that will just be addicted to one substance or one behaviour. Um, the one thing, anecdotally, that, 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 that I know, that, that I've been hearing about lately, is that the amount of uh, cocaine and, and, and gambling addictions that, that are presenting in young people is getting higher and higher. They seem to go hand in hand. Um, that, that 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 is getting very prevalent, you know. But like our program, Smart Recovery, would would kind of look at the at, at all addictions in in the same kind of way that addiction is a choice, and that if we can choose to use or act in a certain way, we can also choose to change this behaviour. And we just need to. Well, train I suppose it's, it's, train. E- it's easier to choose to do it than it is to choose to stop doing it, isn't it? I imagine. Um, Yes, yeah, so like like look. At the end of the day, it, it takes a bit of training, and and, yeah. and that's, that's what our program does. Is we 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 use tools. We use um, cognitive behavioural therapy, rational emotional behavioural therapy, and we 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 use these tools to kind of train the brain into a different way of thinking and different thinking patterns. Of course, and yeah. Very very forward thinking program. Like we we tend not to dwell on the past as much as other recovery groups would do. We're very forward thinking and thinking of. Tomorrow rather than yesterday. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And, um, uh, in relation, in, let, let's focus a little bit on gambling if I can, because that's obviously what I was talking yeah. about today. I mean, online gambling has obviously exploded over the last 10 years because technology has made it possible for them to do that. And I suppose made it attractive, more attractive to younger people too. The days of just wandering into a betting office and hanging around for a while and hoping to win a horse race or a football match, they're kind of, well, I'm not saying gone, but certainly not as popular as on, the online gambling is now. Do you do you believe there's any kind of <clears throat> is there any credibility at all to the the argument that we should ban online gambling because of the problems it's causing well, in society? Well, well, look, um, personally, I, I don't think banning it would be the solution, but I, I do think personally that the you have the gambling commission now has been set up. Um, I, I think they need to be a lot more. Um, they need to be a lot more active. They need to take the. Uh, the advertisement gambling and all that to boot a bit more. I think there needs to be more regulation in the industry going forward. Um, this uh, gambling, this gambling act has been lying around. I know for the last decade or so, it, it is there now, but it, it needs to be enforced a bit more. As well. Okay, so do you believe we should ban all advertising? That's what you're talking about, isn't it? Ban and advertising. I, I, I think there'd be no harm in banning gambling advertisement. Myself personally, you know what I mean? Because look, I, I see people in our smart recovery meetings, Niall. And we, we do have a number of people coming in with gambling. And the scary thing with gambling for me is, look, we, we have people that come in with cocaine addictions, uh, heroin addictions, alcohol addictions, and there's only so much you can drink or use in a day. Whereas you can bet every penny you have and every penny you don't have in a minute. And you can borrow and steal if you don't have enough. Yes, do you know what I mean? And that's and what people do, of course, yeah. There is, 
Look, I don't think there's any limit to any addiction, really, but there definitely isn't a limit to gambling addiction, which is what makes it scary. And and like I said, it is, like, anecdotally, I said there a while ago, like, it, the prevalence of gambling and cocaine addictions in young people is getting frightfully high. And how young, how of, young, how young, Shane? Look, you're looking, you're, you're talking, you're talking about 17, 18, 19, 20-year-olds okay. okay. that are presenting with these addictions, but... but Cocaine and the gambling do seem to be going hand in hand a lot more with these young people. Well, I mean, mean, if you're presenting with a gambling or a cocaine addiction at 17 years of age, you obviously started it much younger, obviously, yeah. Well, that's it. No, no, just to to leave you know, now look, um, our our group, we have a group in Cork, we have groups around the country, um, but all the information could be found on smartrecovery.ie. Smartrecovery.ie, if people are looking to reach out for a bit of help, yeah. And, and and we do we, we also do daily online meetings as well on, on that platform. Now could I ask you could I ask you a favour if I sent you on a graphic, could you tweet it out for me? Yeah. Just to just to promote just to promote the recovery group, you know. And, Absolutely, and no look, problem. We, we, we we are there for everything. So it, it's gambling, drink, drugs, behavioural addictions. Um, even if you're addicted to shopping, we, we, we'd be able to help you. Yeah, but that is actually another addiction, retail addiction, of course, yeah. yeah which yeah, primarily yeah. affects women, by the way, retail addiction. Um, like even, even, even your last subject, the um, pornography, is, 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 another, is another addiction. Addiction, again. of course, yeah. I know the Rutland Centre deal with that on a regular basis. But look, send me other graphics. Certainly, we'll tweet it out or put it out on our, our social media for you, Shane. Uh, that's, uh, sorry, give us the website again, Smart. Um, smartrecovery.ie smartrecovery.ie Shane thank you very much indeed for that As Shane said even young people there presenting with cocaine and gambling addiction Sarah you're in Ireland's Classic Kids how are you doing Sarah? How's it going Niall? How's it going? Good yeah, um, Sarah in relation to addictions I suppose gambling is one that we don't talk about enough but causes huge amounts of problems Yeah I think it's a silent killer addiction you know um, yeah. y- you can't see the effects really Um. I remember many years ago when I was in the Rutland Centre, uh, there was a few clients there and, you know, other than that, me seeing my father putting horse racing on every day of the week, I used to think he was a proper gambling, that's, that, that's the word I'd do it. Yeah. Where um, I've seen lovely men come in and they'd get out and then you'd hear their deaths. Oh, suicide. Um, and these are lovely men, lovely families. They've lost everything. They've built everything up and they've lost it again. Through gambling. And it's still happening today. And online back then wasn't a big thing. No. But it's still happening. Yeah, the online has certainly uh, compounded the problem, particularly for younger people, because it's attractive. I mean, when you watch those ads on telly at night, and I mentioned the Fox, because that's the one I remember, uh, the Fox jumping around, and then you've Anton Deck telling you to do it as well, you know, and all these celebrities advertising these online companies. And I was I remember going down a rabbit hole one night researching the CEOs of these companies and the money that they're mm. making. It's just, it's beyond criminal because, and I say it's criminal because they're making it off vulnerable people. Should I just see it? I know a friend of mine at the moment now and her husband's a good hard worker and um, there's these games that he's playing on his phone when he's sitting down and they're watching a film. He's losing six and seven hundred euro nearly a day. On a game? On, on some games game. they're playing. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's insane. Because like you have to I buy, I see some of the, yeah, the apps that you get some of, some of these games where you have to buy credits yeah. and cash to, to get levels, up levels and all that. And you can spend you can spend your wages on it if you wanted to. I know, and it's shocking. And that time there with the COVID and when all the bookies was closed, like, my dad would be very old school, you know, it would be Sarah Jane, we'd go down and put a bet on, 
or one of the boys would be up visiting when he was in the hospital that time. <laughs> there was yeah. nowhere, you yeah. know, and there was nowhere um, that he could go and put a bet on. And there was a man in around the same age in the hospital <laughs> that had his computer, you know, and he was doing on the online gambling, like, yeah, you know, and um, my father, like, he, he's not into anything. He's not... Now, you could ask him for every code, for every national TV station. He's a big, huge satellite. But he looks at every horse race and going, and he does his 49ers. Now, he does that religiously every day. That keeps him going. He's happy enough doing See, that. See, I, I don't have an issue. I would look at it. For some people, it's a big problem going into betting shops. But that's quite traditional, and it's been there for a long time. And yes, it is a problem, or it can be a problem too. But... When you go into a betting shop, you have to go to the trouble of getting up off your bum, walking down to the betting shop and literally watching the money leaving you, right? So at least it takes a little bit more irresponsibility to do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? But yeah, but when when it comes to online, it's quite easy. It's so much easier just to blow your wages in one go. Niall, listen, my dad's father's day and when my dad is the age that you don't know what to get him for a, a birthday present or a Christmas present. Sure, I was went just went down to the bookies and I got a gift card. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're able to do things like that. Mm. You know, and it's stone crazy, like, but you do have kids. That last speaker there saying that you have them, like, they're under 17 years of age, they're going around cold over, and they're mad into the football or they'll see the horses or these cartoon races and it's totally insane, and they don't realise how deep it goes. Like, the older those children get, they are going to develop problems, and they're going to be serious problems. And, like, addiction is addiction, and it's nothing to be laughed about. And where, as I say, gambling, like, I've seen lovely people, like, and it's it's heartbreaking when you see the damage that it actually causes. And I know you were saying there, right, you're 18, like, you can do what you want. Like, oh, once you're over 18, you can go in, and the bookies can't refuse you mm. but there should be some type of like as, as I texted earlier like you can walk down to the pharmacy and they'll question you over giving yourself it in you know why can't you not do the same in the bookies or in an off license you know do you know the familiar faces mm-hmm. and then on online as well there should be some sort of um, cryptic I don't know the ins and outs of it that just sort of how much that you can gamble that'll yeah. set the red flag off. Yeah. You know, because it's really not fair. I know, it's heartbreaking. When I when I read some of the stories online here, it's heartbreaking to see how it's destroyed families. Well, I've seen that. Like, I'll never forget the time when I was in that place, this lovely man that I was in there with. And, like, he owned a plenty of property and he welcomed all of us when we all got out. Like, he says, now, I'm not going to offer you any alcohol or anything. But he says, I'm more than welcome to come to the place and stay and have a meal. And I remember it was over the Christmas time and at the Christmas time, you'd get one or two people in to sort of do an act for us because we were residents there at the time in the Rutland Centre and you'd have special speakers coming in. And um, I'll never forget if it was a Wednesday, we all heard that, that that person died, took his own life. And I couldn't understand that. Like, I could understand my own addiction with alcoholism and drug use 
But when it came to gambling, I says, my God, like just speaking to him last week, he looked so happy. He looked so... Yeah, well, that's what Paddy said. Paddy said when he was in the height of it and, and nearly took his own life, by the way, he could have been one of those people. But he said he portrayed himself as a happy person. When he went into the bookies, I said, did they not turn around to you at some point and say, Paddy, come on, out you get, you're spending your wages. He said, no, because I, I was happy and I made them look, you know, I made them think, ah, it's just pa- happy Paddy. But your happy Paddy was blowing his wages. He was destroying yeah. his life. It's total denial in this country and it's around it's around the world. Eight billion, no eight billion euro. Go. I don't want to keep saying it on the show today, but I think it's really important. Eight billion euro yeah. we spend on gambling. Yeah, you but know, if you look incredible. into magazines as well, or if you have to sign up to anything, or like everything is about money, money, money. Yeah. You know, and the gambling is not going to, like, no matter, like, even if you try and stop advertising it, like, you had the Galway Ray. I'm trying to work it out here, you know, per person in the country, you know what I mean? Uh, And if we had 8 billion euro by roughly, uh, okay, it's roughly about 4,000 euro per person. Insane. Well, now, obviously, everybody doesn't gamble. but, But in saying that, it's a huge amount of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's how they're able to open up, and I just think it's going to get worse, and okay. I think there should be a limit. Okay, well, listen, Sarah, I appreciate you coming on the air, and thanks very much indeed, once again, for your honesty as well, because everybody's telling their stories honestly, and it, it helps other people. If there's one person today listening to the radio station who decides to do something about their addiction, be it gambling or otherwise, I think we've achieved something. Anyway. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I- 